Don't they see like these 20 different examples? No, they don't see the 20 different examples. Today's process is this. Common ground is hard to find. Sit back, relax, let's light a lantern. Wade Skalski here, lawyer, entrepreneur, and your guide to the understory. The understory is filled with monsters and bandits. But if you want to start, grow, or pivot from a business, this is the place for you. Admission to the understory is free, but understanding always has a price. Let's light the lantern. What is up, Rangers? Those of you who are in the understory against your will, and those of you who are in the understory on paper, on purpose, Wade Skalski here, the understory lawyer. Ah, I am really fired up to talk to you today, coming to you from the garage bunker. Um, I just need to organize the garage bunker. It's a little disorganized after the party, kind of becomes the dumping ground for everything, but you understand why that is. I know, you know, we all know. Um, all right, so. I broke one of my cardinal rules today. I engaged in a, I'm not gonna call it a philosophical debate on Facebook. I'm gonna call it, I engaged in a discussion that was mostly respectful, which is good. Um, and so I, there's that, which is, it's, it's, I will have to give the other person that, uh, that is that it's, um, they were very respectful mostly. They like called me a fear mongerer. That was it. They called me a fear mongerer once. <laughs> Um, so it's good. So uh, there were no, you know, there were no personal attacks except for the fear mongering comment. But anyway, um, so the, the subject matter is not really relevant to this podcast. What's relevant is the idea, and I've talked about this before, of um, people being situationally possessed, people being ideologically possessed, um, it, it being very difficult to get people to see other sides of the coin because of cognitive dissonance. Now, I say all that with a disclaimer, which is I very well could be the person who is ideologically possessed, situationally possessed or experiencing cognitive dissonance. Right. Or or um, refusing to experience cognitive dissonance. But the thing was is that we were engaging in a discussion about something. I tried to lay out the facts as I see them and the other person uh, was just laying out uh, uh, an acceptance of like an authority basically right and so what that does is is when you do that you say well I'm going to listen to this group of people person people whatever and so I'm offloading my responsibility for critical thinking to this other group of people and I don't really care about what your facts and say and then anything that you come up with your facts that might poke holes and that might be is something just to look at not even that it's the wrong thing to do but it might be just something to look at um there's a shift to something else right you have to it's there's there's never there's very rarely like addressing the direct the direct facts or arguments. You'll notice this too. It's like if someone, if you you'll you'll bring up a, a, a fact or an argument with someone, and then they won't refute what your the, the actual points that you're making. They'll just shift to some other place in the argument, right? Because you know if you think about the the universe of discussion, there's a lot of different places you can attack problems from. So you, it's very easy to be a moving target because if if you know we have the saying in the law that if the facts are are not on your side, argue the law. Okay. If the law is not on your side, argue the facts. And, you know, one of them is strategy and one of them is tactical. And, and you just, whichever one you're weak on, you flip to the other one. And that's, it's a common, 
it's a common argue, you know, a common way to argue with people. And Facebook, you know, devolves into name calling a lot, you know, or boycott, boycott social pressure and um, personal attack. That's effectively what like the boycott is. I'm going to unfriend you. The social pressure is the um, you're not doing the right thing and enlisting other people to say you're not doing the right thing. And then um, and then personal attack your Hitler. Right. None of those things actually happen on this discussion. So I consider it a fruitful discussion and that that no one threatens to deplatform me. And and here's the thing, though, is that um, as an entrepreneur, OK, you have to make a decision. And that decision is, is, all right, I'm going to build a platform. And what is the purpose of that platform? Is the purpose of that platform to engage in broad discussions about the state of the world and what should be done? Or is the purpose to craft a message to try to solve a problem? And I would have you consider the possibility that if, if the, the more that you lean towards getting embroiled in these like grand narrative arguments that you have no control over, uh, the further you're taking away from the people that you're meant to serve. So whatever, the 40 minutes I spent going back and forth with this person, like we weren't like, you know, texting back and forth instant, you know, they say something, I say something, they say something, I say something um, for 40 minutes. But it was like 40 minutes of my time today that could have been spent doing something else like you know crafting my message getting stuff ready for the book launch like whatever and common ground is actually really really hard to find but you know where common ground is not hard to find two people trying to solve the same problem two people trying to solve the same problem and so I, I don't have the platform, the capability, the position. I'm not a policymaker. I'm not a politician to solve any of these issues that are going on right now. But I do have the capability to help you who are stuck at a nine to five or an entrepreneur who has a mature business pivot into your escape brand. Uh, both of you develop your escape brand to escape those two situations. I know how to do that. So why don't I do that? And then as my influence grows and if my platform grows and like Bill Gates, Bill Gates gets to do whatever he wants because his platform is so big. It's like he has billions of dollars that he can he can pick problems that he wants to solve. Now, <laughs> I don't know what's going on with Bill Gates. I don't like that's out of my pay grade. There's there's, you know, some people think he's like maniacally trying to take over the world. That's why Elon Musk is trying to get out of here. He's trying to escape Bill Gates, uh, go to Mars. Um, I think Elon Musk's the mother of his most recent child was like, I'm ready to die on Mars. I was like, okay, that's aggressive. Um, I, I do they have, are they going to have good pizza there? Like I'll have the first brewery on Mars, right? You probably, you will always have, you, you would be the only, you, you know, how are you going to build, how are you going to build Mars hops? Right. <laughs> um, so anyway, so no, so like maybe Bill Gates is a bad example. He's kind of a polarizing figure right now for some reason. I don't pretend to know enough about what he's doing other than buying all the farmland and then making sure everyone's going to want to eat lab grown meat. I'll let you be first in line for the lab grown meat and you can try to tell me it tastes the same. Um, Maybe it does. I don't know. But there hasn't been a lot of success in duplicating things in nature in the past. But, you know, I don't have to buy it. That's the great thing about the economy as of right now is free. I can choose what I want to buy. So it's another example. So like like Elon Musk, for example, he's like, I'm going to go to Mars. It's another example. So, you know, on a very small example for you is like, look, you can spend all of your time getting embroiled in these arguments and putting your focus on whatever news purveyor of choice, which is trying to monetize your attention. And you can get the dopamine hits from arguing with people. 
but you, you know, you may change some. There are some things worth making a statement on because you're not going to necessarily change the mind of the person that you're arguing with, but your arguments and your facts and how you present them. And if you're respectful, there are people watching and there are people that read those threads and maybe it's going to encourage one of them to look into some of the facts that you're talking about. So, um, in any event, I broke my own rule today. I got embroiled in a Facebook fight and that's okay. It's like the first Facebook fight I've been in in a couple months and it wasn't a fight. It was actually a pretty, pretty cool discussion, like a pretty relatively cool discussion. Um, I did enjoy how the person was like at the end, they're like, I'm a lawyer too. And I don't, we could do this all day, but I don't have the time for it. So I was like, all right, that's very well. Kind of passive aggressive, but <laughs> whatever you do, you I'll do me. I don't even know who this, I'll probably know. I don't even know who the person is. There's just some friend of a friend of a sailor. I don't know. So, um, in any event, I'm sure I'll meet them at a cocktail party someday and we won't even make the connection, but it was actually pretty civil, but the cool thing about when I decided that I was going to be an entrepreneur and not be in politics was uh, I sort of released myself from from having to be right on everything um, because when you're in politics and you're arguing a stance or you know you're it's very easy to become ideologically possessed by your side and the tribalism thing kicks in and all that and um, on this specific topic I feel rather well informed and you know I feel good about sort of the choices I've made on it and so far I've been borne out to be correct on them uh, but we'll see you know life is long and so the proof will be in the pudding as they say and uh, we'll see as time goes on who's right and I may be texting this person back three years from now and being like remember the argument we had three years ago you were right I was wrong so we'll see I don't know in some ways, I hope I'm wrong, but we'll see. So anyways, uh, and I tell you this because like, look, the difference between winning and losing in business is a micron. And you don't have, and especially if you're not in a situation, you, you don't have a lot of sort of disposable time, like disposable income, disposable. You may have a lot of disposable income if you're in a, an entrepreneur with a mature business, but you don't have a lot of disposable time because you've got to maintain your current, you know, your businesses where you're helping people and you're not serving the people that you want. And if you're an entrepreneur and you're stuck in your nine to five, you've got to service that business so you don't get fired because it takes a while to get things going. And um, you don't have time to have your attention getting embroiled on Facebook or MySpace or Friendster or whatever is, is out there for you. So, um, and the, but the cool thing is that if you make the, 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 the switch over to being an entrepreneur, um, instead of, you know, just say I'm an independent, just say you're an independent. And then until you get super rich and then you have a lot of disposable time and then you can you can you can fight, go fight for whatever, whichever side that you want. But until you're in that space, you're an independent. I'm an independent. Maybe I'll always be an independent. I don't know. But, um, you know, you the, the thing about it is that if you if you're if you have any bent on being a politician ever, don't publish every day because you're going to say something boneheaded that, that someone's going to come back. You're going to say some unformed thought that taken out of context or taken in the wrong way. It doesn't matter. You can do 300. What are we on right now? 324. You can do 323 episodes perfectly. Right. Like perfectly well formed, you know, trying to be a good person, golden rule. And then in episode 324, you say something super boneheaded or something. You, you blurt something out that you don't mean. It's just you just comes out or, you know, and then and then people will come after you for it and they won't. They'll ignore the 323 other episodes that you did. Um, and so you have to have a place to stand and not apologize and just be like, 
I'm working it out. So you cannot be happy about it. Don't buy my stuff. That's fine. But that doesn't really work in the political realm. Um, so, but just focus on who do you want to serve? What problem do you want to solve for them? And how can you build a tribe of people that want to solve that problem together? Seth Godin's book, Tribe, is a really good book. It has some hints on how to do that. Um, but I think to me, the, the most basic the most basic thing is that if you're really committed to solving a problem and helping a specific group of people, they'll come. Because eventually you'll start, you'll, you'll tell the message to enough people that someone will hear your message and help you promote it as your partner, even just because they think it's a good idea. So, so what I want you to do is take out your Ranger Field Journal. If you don't have a Ranger Field Journal, take out a regular journal. If you don't have a regular journal, for the love of God, go buy yourself a journal. You need working papers, even if you only write in it every once in a while. But for right now, what I want you to do is take out your Unicorn Trapper Keeper from the fifth grade and just write down, where is my attention? Where's my attention? And just remember, there is no end if you stay in the path to understanding. What is up, Rangers? I hope you enjoyed today's process. I certainly did. If you want to get into my email list, it's very simple. I don't run you through a funnel. I don't have you do smoke signals. I don't have you send me a postcard. Just send me an email at wade at understorylawyer.com. Again, that's wade at understorylawyer.com. Those are my children in the background, Luke and Madeline. I don't have them respond to emails, but I do have them attempt to read all of them, and they are three and two. Three and one? Five and two? I don't even know how old they are. However, I'm going to show them all your emails, and if you make the cut, maybe I'll send you something back on how to grow, start, or pivot from a business. I've done it all, and if you achieve all three, you get the triple Lindy. I know what it feels like to be trapped, and I know the way out. And the way out is through the understory. So again, if you want to join my email list, just send me an email at wade at understorylawyer.com. Wade at understorylawyer.com.